What song is it you want to hear? Welcome to the Secret Chord Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Jacobs. The Secret Chord explores spirituality through the lens of great music. And we're sponsored by SuperJeweler.com, my favorite online fine jewelry destination. And without further ado, please enjoy this podcast. Hi, all, and welcome to episode 25 of the Secret Chord Podcast. Today, I'm excited to talk about an artist named Cat Stevens, who was born Stephen Georgiou on July 21st, 1948 in London. And I didn't really know about him until the late 80s when I saw the cult classic film Harold and Maude, which features many of his songs. Great movie, by the way, if you haven't seen it. His 1967 debut album reached the top 10 in the UK, and its title song, Matthew and Son, reached number two on the UK singles chart. Cat's album, Tea for the Tiller Man and Teaser and the Fire Cat, were certified triple platinum in the US, and his 1972 album, Catch Bull at Four, spent three weeks at number one on the Billboard 200. He earned two ASCAP Songwriting Awards in 2005 and 2006 for The First Cut is the Deepest, which has been a hit for four artists now. His other hit songs include Father and Son, Wild World, Moonshadow, Peace Train, and Morning Has Broken. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2014. So Cat contracted tuberculosis in 1969 and was literally almost dead at the time of his admittance to King Edward VI Hospital in West Sussex. He spent months recuperating in the hospital and a year of convalescence. During this time, he began to question aspects of his life and spirituality. He later said, To go from the show business environment and find that you were in a hospital getting injections day in and day out and people around you are dying, it certainly changes your perspective. I got down to thinking about myself. It seemed almost as if I had had my eyes shut. As a result, he took up meditation, yoga, and metaphysics, He read books about other religions and became a vegetarian, of course. As a result of his serious illness and long convalescence, and as a part of his spiritual awakening and questioning, he wrote as many as 40 songs, many of which would appear on his albums in years to come. Let's hear one of those songs now. Trouble, Lord, trouble set me free I have seen your face and it's too much, too much for me Trouble, oh trouble, can't you see You're eating my heart away and there's nothing much left of me So won't you be fair So won't you be fair I don't want no more of you So won't you be kind 
just let me go where I have to go there Trouble, trouble move away I have seen your face and it's too much for me today Trouble, trouble can't you see You have made me a wreck, now won't you leave me in my misery think that's just a gorgeous song in it he says trouble oh trouble set me free i've seen your face and it's too much too much for me so troubles of the kind that he had and many others can obviously be terrifying despite this in retrospect his trouble did indeed set him free this is the model of the classical spiritual awakening and a model that would suggest that all forms of trouble are in truth anything but. They are more like angels in disguise. In thinking about that, I recalled a great film starring Tim Robbins and Danny Aiello. I think it was 1990, called Jacob's Ladder. Listen to this discussion between the Danny Aiello character and the Tim Robbins character. You know what he said? He said the only thing that burns in hell is the part of you that won't let go of your life. Your memories, attachments, they burn them all away. But they're not punishing you, he said. They're freeing your soul. So the way he sees it, if you're frightened of dying and, and you're holding on, you'll see devils tearing your life away. But if you've made your peace, then the devils are really angels freeing you from the earth. It's just a matter of how you look at it, that's all. So what do you think? Wouldn't that change things if it were true? Now, the height of Cat's commercial success was between 1970 and 1978. He was a huge star, albeit with a gnawing, latent, and unrealized spirituality and some misgivings about the rock and roll lifestyle and the material world. As he began to question things, his music started to reflect where his mind was at. Here's a great example, also off his 1970 album, Mona Bon Jacom. This is I Think I See the Light by the great Cat Stevens.
And since we're speaking about shiny things, and given that our amazing and generous sponsor is superjeweler.com, I decided to check out the Q&A site Quora to hear an answer to the question, why are people obsessed with diamonds? And the best answer I found is, for centuries, there have been certain metals and stones that have been considered of exceptional quality because of their unique properties. Gold is one such metal, 
and diamond is one such stone. Diamonds have a unique molecular structure, did you know that, that allows them to reflect light in beautiful and mysterious rainbow patterns. I'm being serious that no one online has better quality diamonds at a better price than superjeweler.com. And if you use the promo code ADAM20, you'll get 20% off of anything and everything on the site. That's superjeweler.com, millions of happy customers since 1999. Now let's talk about the music. The main instrument on this track is the piano. And to me, he seems like he's riding a wave. Fast, rhythmic, syncopated, and exciting. His voice is instantly recognizable. It's sincere, intense, and honest. He has a sonorous, rich sound in the verses and a gritty, insistent intensity in the choruses. He's really going for it. And I just love the way he comes out. He's an amazing singer and performer. In terms of the lyrics, he starts off by saying, I used to walk alone. Every step seemed the same. This world was not my home, so there was nothing much to gain. Look up and see the clouds. Look down and see the cold floor. Until you came into my life, girl, I saw nothing, nothing more. Until I found the one I needed at my side, I think I would have been a sad man all my life. And then he says, I think I see the light coming to me, coming through me, giving me a second sight. So shine, 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 he says three times in a very compelling and meaningful and exciting chorus. Now, while on holiday in Marrakesh, Morocco, Kat was intrigued by the sound of something called the Adhan, the Islamic ritual call to prayer, which was explained to him as music for God. Kat said, I thought, music for God? I've never heard of that before. I've heard of music for money, music for fame, music for personal power, but music for God? So, like he already almost died from tuberculosis in 1976, he nearly drowned off the coast of Malibu in California. And he shouted, Oh God, if you save me a second time, I'll work for you. He related that right afterwards a wave appeared and carried him back to shore. That brush with death intensified his long-held quest for spiritual truth. He had looked into Buddhism, Zen, I Ching, numerology, tarot cards, and astrology. And interestingly, Kat's brother, David Gordon, himself a convert to Judaism, brought him a copy of the Quran as a birthday gift from a trip to Jerusalem. Kat was quickly taken with its contents and began his transition to Islam. At that time, he was studying the Quran he began to identify more and more with the story of Joseph, a man bought and sold in the marketplace, which is how he said he had increasingly felt within the music business. Regarding his conversion, in a 2006 interview with Alan Yentob, he stated, To some people it may have seemed like an enormous jump, but for me, it was a gradual move to this. And in a Rolling Stone magazine interview, he reaffirmed this saying, I had found the spiritual home I'd been seeking for most of my life. And if you listen to my music and lyrics like Peace Train and On the Road to Find Out, it clearly shows my yearning for direction and the spiritual path I was traveling. In 1979, he auctioned all of his guitars off for charity and left his musical career to devote himself to educational and philanthropic causes in the Muslim community. For Kat, now Yusuf, the music industry and his spiritual life became incompatible. And I personally respect his decision to give it up for what he perceived as a higher calling. 
He gradually resumed his music career in the 1990s and invested in building his own recording studio, which he named Mountain of Light Studios, which I love. He said, after I embraced Islam, many people told me to carry on composing and recording, but at the time I was hesitant for fear that it might be for the wrong reasons. I felt unsure what the right course of action was. I guess it's only now, after these years, that I've come to fully understand and appreciate what everyone has been asking of me. It's as if I've come full circle. However, I've gathered a lot of knowledge on the subject in the meantime. So Kat Yusuf wrote, I think I see the light. There is much to be said about light. For instance, its physicality as an entity that has no mass and travels faster than anything else in the known universe and that appears to be unaffected by time. These discoveries have only enhanced what has always been a universal metaphor for the transcendent. Cat Stevens saw the light and his personal ability to channel it, but was unsure how to use it, how to shepherd it properly, so to speak, and backed away for a while as he built a vessel to contain it. It was a brave and fascinating move, and one that, to me, reflects authentic spirituality. Something for us to all consider in our own lives. I hope you've enjoyed considering these ideas today and enjoyed the songs that we presented. We look forward to being back next week with more great music and more interesting ideas. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening. Please consider leaving a comment or a review to help us spread the word. And please subscribe to the podcast on any of the major podcasting platforms. To support us, please visit our Patreon account. And if you'd like to communicate with me directly, please feel free to email me at ajacobs at The Secret Chord is produced and engineered by Naor Cohen. 